0: Hello, and welcome to Heaven's Point of View with BJ. We pray that you are blessed by today's program. And now, here's BJ.
1: We are going to be talking about toxic words, and um, and we're going to be talking about um, verbal abuse. And it's such an important subject, and I really wanted to get um, a male perspective on this because... You know, a lot of people will say, "Oh, she's just a woman that's just going off on <laughs> men who abuse their wives." But it's it's not just um, about men who talk down to the wives. Uh, wives talk down to their husbands, and employers talk down to their employees, and pastors talk down to their um, to their people. And you know, it's it's a cycle that we've gotten into in our um, society. And um, God addressed it in his word, so evidently it happened back then as well. So he made sure that it was in his word for us to uh, be aware of. I'm going to start off with prayer and then I'm going to go ahead and read our scripture for today. So Father God, I thank you for today. I thank you for blessing us this morning. Um, With breath in our lungs, Father God, I ask that your word will go forth today and that it will accomplish all that you have ordained for it to accomplish. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. My guest um, could not join us by connecting on the app, so I ran and got my iPad so that he can call me and I can let him join us <laughs> via iPad. <laughs> so we're going to see... Um, if he can call and we'll try to add him in, but while I'm waiting on that call, I'm going to go ahead and read our scriptures for today. Um, the first one is Matthew, the 12th chapter, and I lost my spot cause I ran to get my iPad. So I've got to pull it back up one more time. Matthew twelve thirty six through 37, but I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by thy words, thou shalt be justified and by thy words, thou shalt be condemned. We say things that just, we're not thinking and they're idle and God doesn't want us to do that all right the other scripture that we're reading is ephesians 4 29 and thank you greg say hello Hello. (laughs) where there is a wheel there is a way right so i'm gonna just um i'll be able to see you they won't but i'm gonna have this to where they can hear and um you guys let me know if y'all can hear him okay go ahead and say something pastor
0: Praise the Lord. Glad to be with you today.
1: So we're going to, hopefully they can hear everything that you have to say today. And uh, we can begin without all, all this craziness. Did you get to hear our first scripture that we uh, read?
0: I, I did not. But I heard you talking about the idle words.
1: Yes. So
0: you passed the preaching. So praise the Lord.
1: <laughs> so he, um, Tico and I used to always say that. You know about the idle words and that's where we got that from it was from our youth pastor who talked about how uh we would have to give account for every everything that we say and yes. let me read the other scripture and then we'll go ahead and, and dive in because there's a lot to talk about here um ephesians 4 verse 29 it says let no corrupt corrupt communication Proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. So God obviously knew that people in their mouth, you know, their mouth would get them in a lot of trouble. (laughs) And so he made sure that we saw in his word, um, how important it was to be careful of what we say. Um giving my background i was married to a man who at first when we were dating it seemed like he was just always joking but it was always you know at me yes. you know um pointing out every fault that i had and you know um well you know you can't do that because you're, you you can you're not good at that or you can't do that and and it's just those little little negative um words that started to eat at the core of my my being and i went from a bubbly kind of a um not outspoken but you know i i i didn't have a problem speaking to a person that was so introvert so shy afraid to open my mouth because i didn't want people to see how stupid i was because i was constantly told you know you're not smart enough to do that you can't do that or you know but always the butt of the joke always the butt of the joke and so um, it began to destroy me. And then I saw it go over into the kids, you know, pointing out their faults instead of pointing out their positives. and But always in a joking way, like, oh, well, it was just a joke. You just can't take a joke. Well, it's, it's really the intent behind it. And um, a lot of times people do start off with jokes, but it becomes a serious thing. And it can really... Um, destroy a person. Um, so I'm going to let Pastor Greg go from here. I I, I gave him his jump off. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Give me your well, you know, here. I, I'm so glad you actually started with the part about the joking because often when you look at verbal abuse, that's how it begins. You know, it'll seem harmless. Um, I was sharing Sunday in a, in a message I uh, preached. I was talking about the vid- I saw online and there was a um I think it was a pit bull and he's he's laying on the this couch and he has uh, a cat under its front leg and he's just grooming that cat licking it in the neck and the cat is purring and he's licking the top of the cat's head and the cat is purring and leaning up against him and he does this for about 30 seconds and the cat is just about to sleep and at about that time very, very slowly opens up his mouth and puts the whole head of the cat <laughs> in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that's how verbal abuse begins. You know, it starts with sweet words and mm-hmm. things and then a, a little joke here and there, but it's insidious at its root. Right. And eventually it's going to eat you, you mm-hmm. know? and And I just want to stop off there for one second and say this. That when you see the telltale signs of the pit bull grooming you, that's the <laughs> time to respond. You know, if if the
1: master had not jumped in and stopped that dog, <laughs> yeah.
0: it was too late for the cat.
1: That was a snack. You
0: know. <laughs> cat food at one oh one. So, you know, when it when it happens a lot of times we ignore those little things. And I know you mm-hmm. talked a little bit about your experience. You know, ignore oh, he just oh, Mm -hmm. she's this. And to be clear, as you said in the beginning, this is bilateral.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes.
0: That happens with men and women.
1: Yes.
0: And I I will tell you, unequivocally, I know that, you know, men are are often the overwhelming culprits in this. Mm -hmm. But no one does it more precisely, I think, than a woman at times. I think because the (laughs) mind is so short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't have to use a lot of volume. <laughs> you don't have to use a lot of words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can cut, and so I think as believers, it's important for us to break out of societal stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And and that Jesus does says He looks at the heart. What's going on with the heart? And as we dig into this and peel back the onion, I think that uh, there will be a lot of eyes that open up.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. There's um, it's it. It's not just like you said. um, The women have a way of saying things that go straight to the heart. Men can be very continuous with it. Women, you only have to say it once, and it can hit the heart deeply. Yes, and and the enemy will come in and destroy marriages. He will destroy churches. He will destroy relationships just by these idle words that we say. And we may say it in a moment of, of anger and like, well, I didn't really mean it that way. Are you sure? Because the Bible says that the heart of man is exceedingly wicked and there are things in our heart that we don't sometimes understand that is there. And what is coming out of our heart is coming out of our mouth. And so Mm -hmm. if our heart is right with God, then these things aren't going to come out and be taken in that way because Our heart is speaking love, but when our heart has that wickedness in it, and there's things that we need to deal with, there's obviously a deeper root that is causing that to come out. That's where we need to um, find it and and address that, and make sure you know, like, why why are they taking offense? It, It did it come out in a way that in my heart, it's it really was wicked, but I'm, I'm not hearing it because I'm deceiving myself into thinking there's nothing wrong. Yes. Because sometimes we will live in a state of deceit where we think everything's okay, but every time we open our mouth, nothing comes out that's good, you know what I mean? I know every yes. one of us have either been in that place or or have met someone that's in that place that they don't think there's anything wrong, I'm just I'm just joking. What are you talking about? But yes. everything is just coming out venomous.
0: Let me say something. That is so good. Matthew 12 and 35. And NIV says like this. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in him. And an mm-hmm. evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in him. And we look at uh, the King James version. says it says A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure yes, bringeth right. forth good things. There's always a primordial root. There's always a genesis to it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people don't even realize what they're responding to. I remember I went through something one uh, at one time, and I mean, it was a life crushing experience. And I was working uh in Baton Rouge, WNDC, and you know, I I was I was trying to live for the Lord, you know, in Bible college, preaching, <laughs> you know, the whole nine yards. Oh yeah. And uh I remember one day someone said something to me at, at WNDC joking, and my response was so sharp that another brother looked at me and said, Brother Trent. Where did that come from? Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, he shouldn't have said. They're like, no, no, that came from somewhere else. That's much deeper than the conversation going on here, which (laughs) caused me to check myself and realize I wasn't responding to him. When I thought I was holding my peace. I was simply holding it in. So that which I held in came out on somebody who didn't deserve it.
1: Absolutely.
0: And that's often what happens with verbal abuse, whether it's explosive whether it's snide, mm-hmm. whether it's a always oh, it a, a, you know a, a comment that is supposed to be joking, or somebody that says, "Oh, that's just me. Yeah. This is my personality."
1: <laughs> <laughs> Heard that one before, <laughs> <You're> right? <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, it it's just you. It's it's your flesh, and you need to let the <laughs> Lord change that because that's not Christ like. Yes. We we become Christians, we become a new person, we become um, a, a total different personality because we yes. take on the personality of Christ. So the personality yes. personality of Christ is not sharp, it's not, you know, their words don't come out with a two-edged sword, you Amen. know, because God's words come out in love, even when he's correcting, Yes. even when he's correcting us, it is in love. So... Yes when we take on the likeness of christ we have to take that on as well so you may say well that's just my personality well that might be your old man's personality (laughs) you need to take on the new man's personality and then you will see um, god using your words to lift up and encourage people you have no idea where people are Um, Mm. there are words that you can say to someone who may be literally on the brink of suicide. And that Absolutely. is the word that tips them over that brink. Um, there may be some that are about to come into the kingdom of God. And because we aren't yes. in tune with God, we will say something that will say, you know, I, I don't want to be a part of that. And yes. they were so close. God had done so much work. God had, you know, plowed that ground and sent this one and that one. And it took one person and one person's word to undo everything yes. that God was doing so that's why you know I really wanted to get with this because not only are people watching what we do but they're listening yes. to what we say we
0: say yes yeah let, let me say something and and I want to I want to just divert for one quick second mm-hmm. because now in the advent of social media mm. and in the common in the current climate Verbal abuse now is now happening over the airwaves. Yes. Oh, so yes. We have it in social media and we have it over the pulpit. Mm-hmm. Yes. And as Christians, we must be mindful of how we comport ourselves and the things that come out of our mouth. Because if not, we will have, be held accountable. And so. Mm-hmm. This thing, it, you know, sometimes people think it's about relationships. Oh, you're just, you know, bad at having, you know, a boyfriend or a husband or a wife. But mm-hmm. like you said, it's that heart thing. It's it's where it comes from. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says in the book of uh, Psalms that there is one that speaks. I'm sorry, in, in Proverbs um, 12, it said there's one that speaks whose the words are like swords. Mm-hmm. And I thought about that this morning, because in the time of Solomon, the sword was the preeminent weapon of choice. Mm-hmm. And so what is the preeminent weapon of choice today? It's a gun. And so I'm, I almost and maybe that's why I wasn't going to be on video, because I was going to bring my gun down and put it on. <laughs> <laughs> now, how would you to think about something, BJ? Had I brought my gun on Facebook Live and pointed it at the camera? How many people would be offended simply, simply mm-hmm. at the pointing of the gun at the camera? Yes. And Solomon said yes. our words are like swords. Mm-hmm. And so when we began to, to attack one another, Paul says something tongue-in-cheek and people miss, uh, <laughs> miss the joke he has. And he says, you know, when you're bickering back and forth and you're chewing up one another, be careful that you're not totally consumed by one another. Mm -hmm. meaning you're taking little bites out of one another make Mm -hmm. sure you don't eat the person hole there's nothing left when you get done Right. we must be careful because when our words are like a gun many of us are committing mass murder because we're not mindful of the words that come out of our mouths and I will tell you in times in my life I've been guilty as charged Mm -hmm. I've had my own assault weapon Mm -hmm. that I had allowed the Lord to confiscate so yeah. that I can stop my behavior. <laughs>
1: yeah, we all have. And, you know, and our children, Um, we do it a lot with our children. Our children yes. are in our household out of frustration. We may yes. be angry at their dad um, yes. or at whatever circumstances. And it hits the kids because... You're just like your dad, or you're not going to be anything, you know, if you keep acting like this, or you're so yes. dumb, why aren't, you, why aren't you doing this? Why are you so slow? Yes. Speed up. You're so selfish. You know, yes. these, these words are hitting their hearts, and they yes. remember them, and they're stuck in their head. And then as they become adults, they fashion themselves after the words that Ooh. they've been hearing. And so you wonder, why are they acting that way? For years, they've been told this is who they were. So they said, why not act like it? And so if, if, you know, they're always going to be this way, why not always be this way? And that's Mm. what we're seeing in our society on a regular basis as well. Yes.
0: And if we will go back to our children and repent for the areas where we missed it, yeah. We have an opportunity to help turn the next generation around. Yeah. There are many times that people respond; they don't know why they're doing what they're doing, mm-hmm. and it has been passed on from generation to generation. You'll have whole families that don't know how to have a conversation. Yeah, you know, I, I remember hearing that years ago. They wanted to find out if you look at a dog before it lays down, it'll go around in a circle and lay down. Mm-hmm. And 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 so they were studying the dogs and what? Why do they do this? And so they began to go back, 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 back in time and watch dogs in every atmosphere. And they realized that before dogs were domesticated, they lived in high grassland areas. So they would trample the grass to make it lay down so that they could lay down. Well, what would happened was over the years, dogs are domesticated. Now they're on shag carpet and tile floors and they have no idea why. <laughs> they're turning around in a circle before they lay down. Yes. And that's us often. We have things, even in the way we discipline our children and corporal punishment, the way we do a lot of things, and we really go back, we'll realize, oh, my Lord, I'm acting out something that happened before I was even born and has been passed on. We have to go back and do your first works over. And I think that's what God would have us to do so that we really go and we look at the Gospels and see how Jesus comported himself and what the Word says that our character should be and look at the fruit of the Spirit. And yes. start from there and build a new garden.
1: Yes, yes. And we can start that new garden on social media, in yes. our homes, yes. in our relationships. Um, I, I have no idea why, why people feel like it is okay to just say whatever comes in their head. It comes out on their social media websites. And especially, I mean, as a human being, you yes. need to be careful. As a Christian, you have to be even more careful because as we said, we're not only going to give account for each idle word that we said, but we're going to give an account for how those words affected people who hear them. So all the people that you have on your Facebook, um, on my Facebook page, I have almost 10,000 followers Mm -hmm. on my Facebook ministry page. So that means I'm affecting all of them and then all of their friends. Can you imagine how many people that if I decide to get on there and have a rant about how, you know, my pastor did this or my, you know, this did this and and I'm angry and I just, I'm just doing me. I'm just saying, you know, I'm just telling the truth. This is just how it is. You know, Um, I'm affecting a lot of people and a lot of them are unsaved. And they're seeing the example of Christ through our words. And our children are seeing the example of Christ through our words. Our unsaved husband or unsaved wife is seeing the example of Christ through our words. And so our churches, I mean, if you're a pastor and they hear you constantly putting down your kids or putting down your wife or putting down your parishioners, who wants to sit under that? Yes. I would not want to sit under someone that but when I hear someone who constantly is um like my husband that I'm married to now, um, David Pons <laughs> my awesome husband, he can constantly I will get a text if I'm out of town I'll get a text. Do you know how beautiful you are or you're the most wonderful wife that I've ever you know, just stuff like that and that's just his personality. Yes. He's that way. He is a giver. Um, you know, and he loves to give. Yes. So he loves to tell me, you know, how I, he feels about me, which is awesome, because I'm so used to the opposite. I'm so used to being told how stupid I am. <laughs> so yeah. um, when we speak like that, it changes a person's life. He changed my life, just mm. in the manner and the way he spoke to me and, and encouraged me whenever I try something that's seems a little harebrained and he's looking at me kind of like, are you sure God wants you to do that? But (laughs) but he'll still say something positive. I know God will work it out or I know it'll, you know, it'll work out somehow, you know, because he wants to encourage me in everything that I do. So he gives me that boldness to be able to step out and trust God and things because I know that his words are always going to be helpful, even when he's not, quite understanding what's going on he's going to encourage me and he might encourage me to step back for a minute and take a double look (laughs) but but he's gonna do it in such a loving way and so when we um when we do that to our fellow man on social media in our homes god will take that and he will change people's lives for the good
0: you know bj um there's something about in the last few years that a lot of people say, and they say, I'm just keeping it 100. <laughs> Meaning I'm keeping 100% real, right? Yeah. Um, what if we kept it 100% Christ-like?
1: Absolutely. You no. Know, <laughs> I like that.
0: <laughs> the, the venomous things that I have seen on social media of late and heard people say really smite me to my heart. It just... You know, um, it's almost like I had an old pastor. He used to say, baby, he said, if you get, got me fooled, keep me fooled. And what he was saying was, <laughs> I really believe that you're really this nice. I don't want to find out anything different. <laughs> and it's like people that I've respected and loved and looked up to and they had no idea I've seen become these political pariah or piranhas chewing up one another yes. and and we, we've got to stop and not go with the groundswell of the world and keep it 100, 100 what? You mm-hmm. know, 100% Absolutely. Democrat, 100% Republican mm-hmm. you know, 100% angry <laughs> 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 yeah, well, what are we? How about being 100% Christ-like and here's, here's one more thing I want to throw on Then that I kick it back to you it, it is, it is this people often talk about how you know they want things to to uh, where well, they want to es- express their own truth. This is my truth. I'm just sharing my truth. Jesus said it like this: "I am the way, the, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me." Mm-hmm. So I understand some of the connotation, but I think as Christians we should not be so on fire to tell our truth, but be on fire to tell. His, his truth, truth. and when we align with his truth. Mm-hmm. Then his truth will march on. And we will find ourselves moving into the area where God would truly have his children.
1: Yes. Amen. Amen. You know, I'd, I'd love to keep going cause this is a great topic, great subject. It needs to be preached a lot. <laughs> and, um, but we're running out of time here and I know people have a lot to do today. Um, so I want to thank you for coming on with me. Is there anything else you want to say before I close with with prayer? Matter of fact, I'm gonna let you close with prayer. So say your hey, last hey, words and go ahead and close.
0: Listen, um, you know, often we'll go by and we'll we'll hear something like B.J. shares, and then we'll go on about our day, and it blesses us. We going on about our day. I'm encourage you to do two things. Number one, I'm encourage you to share this with somebody because there's some people in your life that you thought about when you heard this and said, "Yeah, they need this as much yeah. as you needed it." They needed it too, so mm-hmm. share it. And number two, the Bible said to Mary when she would experience things, the mother of Jesus, that she would ponder them, those things in her heart. And that correlates with the word said lot in the Psalms which means to stop and think about it. You stop and you think, think and mm-hmm. meditate on it. I encourage you to take the truths that were shared today, meditate on them and allow them to be a part of your life. Let's pray. Mm-hmm. God, I thank you today for this ministry and I thank you for my sister. God, who really has been one that has lived what she's preaching today. God, this has been her lifestyle. This has been the way she's comported herself. This is what she knows to be true. God, she and her husband are great examples of this. I pray in the name of Jesus that these words that were spoken today will minister to somebody. You said in your word that words spoken in due season are like apples of gold and pitchers of silver. God, they would adorn any table, in any home, in any setting. And I pray, Lord God, that you will teach us, Lord God, to control our tongue. God, to be halt of speech until you tell us to speak. And God, that this groundswell of recent activity that caused Christians to get out of character and to not resemble you in our speech and in our interaction with one another. God, that you'll break that yoke of bondage of the enemy. Yes. And God, that you'll cause us to be revived in the things of God. Yes, that the garden in our heart and in our mouth, Lord God, would so resemble the fruit of the Spirit that others will be healed and inspired in every interaction of our lives. God, moving social media that will begin to be the example instead of the follower. And we thank you in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. 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 Thank you so much for joining me. As he said, please share this with your friends and and people that you know need to hear this message. It is such an important message um, that we be careful, so careful in what we say and how we say it. Amen. Uh, Greg, do you have any links that you'd like to share before we sign off?
0: I wasn't prepared for that. But listen, uh, we have a, um, a page called Yes Character Matters. And we deal with some of the current issues from a Christian perspective, speaking about uh, what is right and what is wrong, uh, and making sure that we're looking at things through God's standard. I encourage you to go out there. We're working on some more podcasts that will be linked on there as well, that you can really get a very deep discussion and deal with some of these issues that people are thinking about and afraid to speak about.
1: All right. Well, God bless you guys. Love y'all. Have an awesome day.
0: Bye. Thank you for joining us today. For more information about BJ Ministries, you can go to www.bjministries.com. We look forward to being with you again next week.